0: hello everybody welcome back once again to the Pre Game effect podcast as always my name is ian and i'm joined with dom and luke how are you guys doing today hello what up, what up? it's good to be back Get at least on some sort of
1: schedule with this thing again. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting uh, beginning of the year, trying to get it all back together, like you said. <laughs> schedule things out. Yeah, no kidding. Almost <laughs> like we've all been busy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, how you guys been the last couple of weeks?
1: Uh, not bad. You know, we, uh, we had a little uh, guy's trip to Indianapolis to... See some friends that live out there, and it just so happened to be uh, we were celebrating uh, Ian and our buddy Devon's uh, upcoming nuptials, as well as uh, there was a magic tournament and the Cavaliers were playing indie. So there was several things that we uh, <clears throat> were able to check off the list there.
0: Yeah, it all kind of all kind of lined up perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But, I mean, there was 11 of us in total. We had people that played, people that didn't play. Um, me and my, our buddy Justin had some uh, some product that we, we had uh, together in on, and we ended up selling some of that, making a bunch of money. I um, was able to move some of my other stuff, which was nice. Got the rest of the stuff pretty much for hammer if I ever decide to play it, but we'll kind of get into modern a little bit later. Um, it was a great weekend. I, I I know I needed it, I know a couple other guys were saying it. Um, even just sitting around bullshitting was fantastic. Um the pauper battle box. Uh, I am happy to report was probably the most used thing there. Um, we would find our table kind of sitting around in the back and we would just jam. And that was an absolute blast. Get in a place, some dope cards and just be in, in it for the gathering again. Um, so I was definitely happy. We were able to do that and it was able to work out and, Pretty much everyone was able to go and enjoy themselves, and I don't think anyone's really upset with anything that, that happened, you know? Maybe some people's pockets are a little lighter, but that's okay. You get over that. That's what we make the money for is to spend it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I just so happen to, like, make, like, $1,200
0: going to that weekend.
1: <laughs> so... That was uh, that was my takeaway on it, and uh, I'm sure, obviously, we're going to be getting into some stuff here, but how about you, Luke? What, what, what are you going to Well,
2: Oh, I mean, I had a great time there, too. It was actually my first time being away from my wife and baby since the baby, so that was interesting. Uh, but it was nice, and like you said, needed it. Mm-hmm. Great time was had. And it was, it was one of those where it's definitely more about the gathering than the magic Mm -hmm. because I played in the 5k on Friday. I did one side event on Sunday. I didn't play a single game of uh, what we call organized official sanctioned sanctioned. That's the word sanctioned magic on Saturday but I played the shit out of that battle box.
1: (laughs) 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 I know we wore that thing out on Saturday. (laughs) It was great. Well, it was so awesome to, like, see it happen, too. Like, even if I wasn't playing, I was sitting there just watching and, like, you know, bullshitting with you guys, but seeing seeing the cards be used Mm -hmm. and... And then like asking you guys, okay, how did we feel about this deck or this deck or this cards or things in there? Because it's not just me analyzing it and thinking about it. not that I'm like, you know, going in depth on all these things, but it's the okay, how did how do you how did this deck feel? How would do you feel like there was enough lands in there? And you know, because then there were four or five people that played, you know, played that deck because I know um I know Colin was loving, he's, he had that Orzov deck, and he was like, yeah, this deck is it, you know, this is what I want to do. And then he played elves, and he goes, this deck is dope. This deck is sweet, you know? Yeah. And then he played the fairies, the blue-red fairies, and he goes, this one was cool too. Like, Yeah, he, he picked they, up fairies and then didn't put it down all of Saturday. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. There was so... very little, what I like too,
2: is there was very little of people digging through looking for a particular deck. Yeah. It was mostly just hand me one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the red deck box. I already played that one. Hand me a different one.
1: Yeah. And I, I really, I really enjoyed seeing that aspect of it. Not that I didn't know like that could happen. Like we, I knew we would have fun with this, but literally, I feel like we could have like walked there or just stayed in our Airbnb, which is pretty much kind of what we did, set that box in the middle of us, and then a bunch of games were played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know like that's that's kind of all we needed to set up for it and it was uh it was really cool to see and get some feedback on some different cards too so that was dope yeah and just like
0: having a bunch of people like picking up different decks that they normally wouldn't play either
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh um, yeah just like different play styles and everything and they're just like yeah whatever i'll try it out
1: mm-hmm. like, well yeah
2: it's because I played that five color or four color or whatever how many color tron deck Six yeah, five. Tron, Basically, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a blast with it. That's not no. It, I would never have like. Ooh, I want to play this deck.
1: Yeah, Tron's Tron's wild with that one. Um, it's it's definitely different control deck, which is weird. Yeah. So it, it was uh, that was a fun one to play. I know I was playing my uh, Boros synthesizer as well. Definitely got some ideas for like the next ones that I want to build and put in there. And now I'm kind of already thinking of like, is there gonna be two boxes that I'm gonna have to carry around? Which is fine, you know. Well, I remember I was talking to you
2: about like, okay, I'm in. Like what what's not in there that you want in there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely down for it. I think it's super fun. Just again, I mean if uh you know if our listeners haven't messed around with pauper, we had people who play modern and legacy primarily picking up these decks and having an absolute blast with it. So try and give it a try or look at look up some of the decks. Like it's these decks are kind of no joke, man. You know, I, I remember when we originally were talking about doing this, like this is years and years ago. We had a buddy that was like, oh, is there a, is there a burn deck in Popper? Like, is it all the real shitty burn spells? And it's like, no, it's a half of the legacy, legacy Pauper deck. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> the, the burn deck in
2: Legacy and Pauper is very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the literally just... And
0: that's the only difference. Yeah. yeah, And, yeah. and even now, but, Swift Spears is Pauper legal. Yeah. So, it's, you literally are out Goblin Guy Nidalon, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Even some of their cards are like, it seems even like crazier. Like, it's, it's just like stuff was being cast. Like, I understand I built these decks, and stuff was being cast, and I was like, it's insane to me that that's a card. Like, mm. that's, that's fine. To be a thing, you know, in these decks or something like, yeah. Reckless Impulse is really, really good. Yeah, you know, like that—that's that's just a hell of a fucking card. Like, yeah. yeah, two minute <laughs> draw two,
0: still good. Yeah, it's like weirdly, it's,
1: it's uh,
2: in red, like
1: yeah. So that was it. Was a blast. um Definitely looking forward to making more of those and stuff. So well, that. And, and that... Then,
2: that mono red deck is what I was playing in that one event I did on Sunday. Mm. There was more than once that I was like, well, I'm out of cards. My opponent's not dead yet. They're still at like eight or nine. It's like, well, I'm probably screwed here. Oh, Reckless Impulse, which drew me a synthesizer and a burn spell. Oh, the burn spell drew me something, or the synthesizer drew me something. Mm. And just Mm. crawling back just off of that one card.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. On on a similar note, uh, wizards, I I still would like you to ban expressive iteration in every format where it's legal. Thanks. Bye.
1: Yes. (laughs) Wizards, talk. See you guys next week, everybody.
2: (laughs) Wizards, if you're listening, this is how you can prove to us that you're listening. Ban it.
0: And we will take full credit if on Monday a bandit comes out. Just saying. Hey,
2: wait a second! Actually, one of my games,
0: I resolved an
2: expressive iteration, and my opponent conceded the match. So, Card's no, too
1: good. I like too that good. card. Too good. No, um, I, I think that was great. Uh, I had a blast with that. I know we're going to get to Ian's uh, thing here, but I'm I'm actually just now kind of looking at twitter while we do this and apparently they're talking about um taking feedback to heart wizards is and they're going to try and start uh, slowing the amount of items that are released for magic and i really hope that this isn't like an onion article and I hope this is an actual thing that they do because holy goddamn shit, there was too many things released in the past oh few my years. God, <laughs> not to like completely upend what we the whole schedule and plan was for this episode, but holy crap, that would be amazing. So, uh, but hey, yeah, I mean, I guess Ian, you know, I think you slang some spells while we were there too. Maybe you know, yeah, I did. Did just good enough to, you know, get out of paying for parking after you already said you were going to pay for parking on <laughs> first car, best car?
0: Hey, it's not my you that's <laughs> left.
1: Uh, so
0: I know last episode I kind of was like tooting my own horn saying, yeah, you hand me a deck and I'll top eight an event. Um, well, I didn't top eight. I, I did top four. Um, Bastard. <laughs> so i was playing uh four color glimpse elementals in the modern 5k on friday uh deck is an absolute blast um i only had three whiffs all weekend on my glimpses where i only hit like five lands and an omnath Mm -hmm. but even then like i still was in the game kind of because i had an omnath in play that drew me a card Mm -hmm. Um, I lost two matches in Modern the entire weekend. I lost one to Amulet in the top four. And then in round seven, I lost to Five Color Creativity. Um, both of my losses ended up meeting in the finals. So I feel like if you're going to lose somebody, lose
1: to the people who did well. So, mm-hmm. It makes it, it hurt a little less.
0: It, it really does also helped that like every single person i played against all weekend was really cool
1: yeah that's like that honestly that's a huge part it really is so that's uh, that's a big thing I, I know like i wanted to hop in some stuff and i just was kind of down not i guess i was kind of down about it like thinking well i'm just gonna end up playing against like these assholes or something mm-hmm. so i just played against you assholes. yeah
0: I, it's something about the
1: <laughs> asshole you know better than the asshole you
0: don't know. I don't know, yeah. whatever that saying is.
1: <laughs> Just about. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so I played um, I played the eight rounds on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, seven of which being ones I actually played. Um, ended up drawing into top eight in round eight uh, and then had the absolute sweat because as we were all drawing in, we didn't realize that uh, table six was a pair of x1 one and ones mm-hmm. so the winner of that match had the potential to jump us mm-hmm. um, luckily i still was in eighth seed by the end of it so that i did not draw myself out of top eight which was helpful um saturday morning we played the top eight at like eight thirty in the morning i don't know how i was awake at that point because <laughs> like what time did we stay up on friday night until like Three o'clock? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was up there.
0: <laughs> um and it wasn't just like, oh yeah, we're gonna sit up and like watch a movie or something. It's like, no, we're bullshitting playing games and drinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not not my best night of sleep, but I somehow still woke up at seven o'clock and was able to get to the tournament on time. Um I played against Amulet four times on the weekend. It's... um Microsoft <sighs> Gardens might finally be the card to
1: ban Primeval Titan. You think Primetime would get the hit? Are we just going Are right we... into well... it? Yeah, we can. Okay. I fucking hate Amulet Titan. I'm so goddamn annoyed <laughs> by that fucking deck. I just don't understand how like it's still a fucking thing, right? And maybe it's it's the reason like the people around me that would play it, right? So where we would go, we would end up playing, and then, like, it would come around every once in a while, but the people that would come in there and play that deck just thought they were fucking hot shit. Like, they are the smartest motherfuckers in the room. They knew I know what I doing. They're out, out playing everybody, and it was just like, Jesus, guys, like, get the fuck over yourself, you know? It's insane to me that, like, they could just word it one little thing differently, and then the deck, it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I remember when, was it Summer Bloom got banned? I think that was, like, before or right when I was starting to play Modern. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, well, that deck's just kind of done, then that's fine. But then it kept coming back, and people would keep playing it. And it's like, I understand, like, decks can kind of come in and out of the meta. I just don't understand how, like, that's okay. I guess like that was it's just accepted like oh yeah that's that's fine we can we can do all these things because then on like turn three you just you just win pretty much every time mm-hmm. because you have you know you have the pact that you can go and find your titan you have your titan you give it haste and you get it bigger that's all these things unless that first titan finds the second titan it's just like Jesus Christ people and they keep printing these goddamn cards that keep adding to it hmm. and I'm annoyed
0: and yeah, now feel, there's this card I feel like. <laughs> Um, I can't remember who it was on Twitter that I followed, but they they kind of put it best where Titan has always been one of the best decks in the format and has only avoided bans by being difficult to play. Yeah. But the more and more cards that have been printed lately, the easier it's been to play.
1: Yeah. They're like the the fast tracks to killing your opponent. Mm-hmm. Cuz <clears throat> it used to be
0: like when you the deck first Started popping up in modern. It was you had your win condition of hasty double striking titan or hive mind. Mm-hmm. That was it. Then, and that was when like summer bloom was still in the format where it was possible to kill on turn one, mm-hmm. which was insane. When that deck started playing simian spirit guide, that was too much. But then you get to dry to the Elysian Grove. And that pushed it again because it let them play the Valaka combo. Mm -hmm. So you never even really had to resolve a Primeval Titan anymore. You still could and just kill people like that. But just having Amulet plus Bounce Lands to ramp you into your Dryad turns, like you get to a point where you would just have like six Valaka triggers coming down on turn four, wipe your opponent's board, and then untap and kill them. Mm-hmm. so that, that definitely pushed it a bit more and got rid of some of the more complexity of the deck but now the Microsynth Gardens I think is going to be the card that pushes it over the top Man. so one thing I uh-huh. want to get into with what you said and I think you're right and I I hate it
2: the it doesn't get banned away because it's so hard to play first off I don't think it's that hard to play. Like, it's not the easiest deck, but it's not that hard to play. Mm -hmm. Second, that should never be a reason to not ban a deck, especially in today's day and age. With the internet, YouTube, like, all the resources you can have to watch how to play the deck. And you can jam a million games on Moto. you know. You can play 100 games a day on Moto, no problem, if you're somebody who's that committed. And take a deck that is complicated that you've never played before, and you're an expert at it in two days. Mm-hmm. So, that is a thing that annoys me about the well, it's so hard to play. No, it's not.
0: I, I will admit it is a lot easier to goldfish the deck than it is to play against interaction because there is a lot of stuff in modern right now that does actually interact with Primeval Titan. That's that's every but, deck though, is easier. You're not play. wrong than to play against interaction Um uh, but it has gotten significantly easier in the last two three years
1: Ooh. yeah and i i think with like this new card so did every because it was what it was the it was the pre-release weekend but like pre-release isn't a thing anymore so you could play with the card so did every amulet deck that you played have that new card in there
0: um i believe so but i can actually pull up everybody's lists because they're all towards the top of the standings
1: Uh the Mycosynth gardens okay i couldn't remember the name so one
0: two three i played against it four different times and it's the top four placing amulet lists are the people i played against so he had four yes for Um, the guy who was number one this guy did not um he was the one he I played against him in the Swiss, but he was talk, I was talking with him um like after the match and he had just come back to modern after a several year break. So like he didn't have the Microsoft Gardens in there because he didn't know that they were legal. I'm pretty sure the guy. It was, it was like a weird thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that, that was weird. Had one in his deck. Yeah, which is
0: the wrong number for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so actually only one person that I played against on Friday had four of them in the deck.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the fourth place guy had none. Or the fourth amulet deck. Yeah.
0: That being said, playing less than four in the deck is you're just not trying like the card is absolutely insane with the way the deck is built um you're yeah. not going to just want to just slot in four mics and gardens over anything random you're going to build the deck differently to build around it mm. but the card is too powerful not to play because <clears throat> like for a while with when urza saga got printed the most busted like busted starts in the deck Turn one urza saga cast an amulet and on turn three kill the opponent guaranteed every single time Mm -hmm. but now you have so many more double amulet draws because you have amulet plus saga you have amulet plus gardens you have gardens plus saga Like any combination of these 12 cards in your deck, any two of them, and you have double hammer or double amulet. Yeah. Like it's
2: wild that you could look at an opening hand of seven cards and go, oh, on turn three, I'm going to untap with, well, basically, I'm going to start my main phase Hmm. with two amulets, and neither, none of the cards in my hand are an amulet.
0: Yeah, it, it's just absolutely insane. Excuse me. Stop it. So I'm I'm definitely like I'm playing a deck that can compete with Amulet at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that Amulet is a bit too strong for modern as it is. I don't know if the answer is to ban Amulet itself if it's to ban Primeval Titan, because Primeval Titan has already ruined several formats. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's still banned in Commander. Like, and there's a lot of really broken stuff that is banned in Commander, and Primeval Titan's one of them.
2: Well, we were talking
0: about interaction, because a lot of
2: times the, the a big excuse for why something doesn't get banned is, well, you know, there's ways to stop it. Go back to that scenario we were just talking about, how you could have two two amulets on turn three, Without having an amulet in your hand, mm-hmm. the only way to stop it is to have enchantment removal or land destruction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Who the hell is playing enchantment removal and land destruction in their main deck other than Ponza? And even ponza's is not
1: even playing much land destruction anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, to answer that, it's you the new Biseju. But there's not that much recurrence of it because even Dredge, who was playing Life from the Loam, is now not playing green anymore with Life from the Loam. Yeah. To like continue that. Yeah, unless you're playing like two to three Besagius plus
0: Renin Six, you're not going to be looping it.
2: Yeah. But I don't know. And it's most it's, decks that play that Besage are only playing
0: one of them because it's a legendary land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and most of the decks that are playing Run Six right now are playing all mountains because they're playing creativity. So, like, they're playing at most one Besageu.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to me that the deck has, like, just, like, continued to be there. And with the last thing that got hit was Summer Bloom. How, how long ago was that? Uh, Summer Bloom and. I believe
0: twin got banned at the same time.
1: Yeah. That, so was, that was that was right before I started to actually play Modern. So I know Twin was was I mean,
2: I had been playing Modern for like a month tops.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean we're talking I moved back up here 2015, 16.
0: Alright, let's 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 pull up the timeline for banned and restricted cards. Because <laughs> I
2: was still playing my really bad black-red Goblins deck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was building Burn with Blue in mind because of Treasure Cruise. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then I got banned before I bought the It's called turns.
0: All right, let's see. I believe it was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. Uh yeah, January of twenty sixteen. Splinter Twin and Summer Bloomer band.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. This led the way for Eldrazi Winter. Oh seven! That was seven years ago. Yeah, oh, I know, right? Yeah. But yeah, and and that was like. I've played through so many modern bands. It's insane to me. Uh, but yeah, so that was seven years ago at this point, And that was the last time that there was a modern band
1: that actually hit Amulet. Yeah.
0: And it's only gotten better.
1: Yeah. And they're talking about these, the cards that have been added to it. Because, um, like, you have Dryad. It's a good card even these what's this is going to sound funny the the grazers the arboreal grazers it's a mm-hmm. good card yeah oh yeah you have a one mana blocker and you can ramp it's it's a solid i'm i'm not yeah. saying the card needs to get banned i'm just it's like a pain yeah, like, in the ass but like it's it's good yeah, it, it gets you it. It helps you not die and that's yeah. all that deck
2: is trying to do is get lands into play and not die until yeah, it you kills you.
0: Compare it. it to exploration and legacy. Mm-hmm. It lets you play an additional land on that one turn, but then instead of sitting there and let you do it again, you just have a blocker. And there's there... and like, hey, cool, it blocks ragaman which is yeah. huge. It blocks that, a yeah, lot of the aggressive creatures
2: out of like the burn decks. Uh-huh. Blocks all of them. Yeah. Blocks all of them. Except a the Swift Spear that you spend a bunch of spells on. Like, yeah. Which, they can't do that multiple turns in a row, or they struggle to do that multiple turns in a row. mm -hmm. So cool, it saved you four life. And they can't get that Swiss Spear that big again next turn.
0: Yeah. And then every other threat in the format, it blocks it once. Yeah. Which, Mm -hmm. most of the time, it's all you need. Which, with that deck, that's all you need a lot of time, yeah.
1: And then they're playing Cultivator, Colossus as well, it looks like. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I mean I'm not saying that's that's the, the card that like does it, but adding these cards eventually, you know, you keep adding good cards together, the deck's going to get better and better and better and better. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know, it's just gonna have to change like you, you talked about Ian. You're gonna have to change the um like the the bones to it, you know. Mm-hmm. The figure swap out some things here and there. It, it's funny that like we're sitting here talking about this amulet deck that is I mean, I guess it being mono green helps it because the lands that we're talking about, they're playing four ofs. You should play four ofs or Urza Sokka and the Gardens. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And those are colorless. But like it also then reminds me of the other big mana deck is Tron. Mono green Tron. Like yes, it originally it was what? Green red. And then it became mono green and like yeah, that was just the correct one to go. Even without the devoid um, Eldrazi, you yeah, know, because like they might be playing, playing world so Breaker. More consistent, yeah.
0: You were a lot less vulnerable to Blood Moon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there was enough good threats that you didn't have to play the control deck, you just played the big mana ramp deck where it was like, All right, do you have an answer? Yeah, okay, cool. Do you have an answer? Yeah, all right, cool. How about another one?
1: No, yeah, you're hey, dead. Yeah, it's just so it's just crazy to me that like it just kept getting kept getting better Mm -hmm. well
2: another thing for for me too this is it's funny because this is i I completely understand this is not a reason to ban the deck but is why i would be grateful that it got banned away it's so annoying to play against because that's the deck that your opponent sits there for five minutes just thinking and thinking and thinking and then goes land go yeah, because you're not quite. <laughs> you're just like you, mother. <laughs> you're just Arnold's
0: predator, just going do it. You let me now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens over the next couple months, but I just don't know if I don't know if there's enough results yet to really put on the radar. I do think that. It'll be like probably within six months or so. It'll be a very solid like like topic of discussion, I guess. Yeah, uh, still too I think it's on one of those that we might that already
2: recommend. like know in the back of our minds that like yeah, it's going to happen, but they can't do it yet because they don't have the data. Mm-hmm cause like they're probably even sitting there in their offices going yeah we're going to have to ban this thing but let's let's wait till the data comes in
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i mean like it's not it's one of the things where truth be told like this is like the only card from all is one that i'm like nervous about i guess or i'm really mm-hmm. hearing anything about you know i i understand you know they they have to sell packs so they they want to make it's not it's not that decks can't get new things but like this deck was already really good you know it's it's the it's the delver problem the deck's Mm -hmm. already super consistent and does does the thing already really well and then oh here's this piece that helps it along you know but then we don't want to get caught up in a thing where it's um Like Faithless Luden. I understand Faithless Luden is a little ridiculous. I played it a lot. I still love the card. I still play it in Legacy. I get it. I don't think Faithless Luden was that bad. I think it it died for Hogak's sin. Like, they should have just done away with Hogak then. Because, like, I thought the Mardu uh, Pyromancer deck, I thought that was awesome. That was Mm -hmm. a cool deck. For it just to, like, pop up, it was sweet. We had a couple mm-hmm. friends that were playing it, like that thing. I was playing awesome. it. Awesome, yeah, like that was dope. And then it's gone because like that one card was like holding it together. And I understand. Then you know, new cards come out, new decks kind of form, things change. But like, I still think it could have some legs if that if uh, Faithless Luden was still around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I think like it could it could hold its own. To some degree with some of these other decks i'm not saying you know it would be the top dog or anything like that but we don't need to have something like that out there that's fine if there's like a rotation at the top which is cool but i'm this this makes me nervous with uh with how consistent this can be yeah so hmm
0: yeah, uh, like, and the thing that's even funnier too is microsoft gardens is not only messing up modern yeah uh, it is currently messing with Legacy as well. Of course. Courtesy of I broke Initiative himself, XJ Cloud. Um, he has been playing a Turbo Garuda Cannon deck again with four Mycosynth Gardens and four Urza Sagas because what's more fun than copying your Amulet of Vigors? As copying your Lion's Eye Diamonds. Turns out Black Lotus is a good card when it casts Companions. Yeah. Um, And this is like straight up like turn one, turn two, turn three like play a Garuda. Whether it's one you have in your hand or the one in your uh, Companion. And then just hit a bunch of Clones, some of which make it so that it's not legendary anymore. And then you have the option of either milling out your opponent because they don't have a deck anymore either, and you just pass. Or you hit a Dragon Lord Colagon, so you're also just going to attack for a billion damage. Mm-hmm. This deck scares me as a mostly fair player in
1: legacy. This deck scares me. So really what I'm hearing is there's just going to be another banned companion. I don't think it's going to be another companion
0: ban uh purely because this deck is not super consistent through interaction. Yeah. Like unless you have the cavern
1: of souls like a single force of will still just stops it. Mm-hmm. i guess i'm more thinking of like <clears throat> this is just another reason why the companion mechanic was kind of oh it's like, a mistake <laughs> yeah like right. oh we tried we fixed it you can't just cast them and you can just bring them in oh they're, they're still doing the thing um yeah. okay oh it turns uh, out if you're let's... making a billion mana that three extra mana to have to I put it in your hand. It doesn't matter yeah
0: so it's like yeah it, it's still a powerful effect I don't think it's going to break anything. I am probably going to mess with this and play it a little bit on moto.
1: You would, obviously. Is I it? Would. What's the colors for it?
0: Uh, it is quote unquote mono blue. Mono blue, uh, with zero blue sources in the deck, other than Lotus Petal, Lions Eye Diamond, and Chromebox. Perfect. Oh, and cavern souls but it's just the ancient tomb city of traders Urza Sagas.
1: can Microsoft we just guidance caverns I, i'm i'm sitting here looking at the legacy meta game cuz of the past 30 days via mtg goldfish not a sponsor 15.4% <clears throat> is it dover 7.1% mono white initiative 5.2% non red painter 5.1% cephalid breakfast 4.8% reanimator yeah what the fuck <laughs> can you uh can you see
0: why i'm considering not playing taxes for yeah I, chicken dip coming up? I see that yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's that eight cast death shadow elves sneak and show grixis tempo yeah there's a lot of
0: uh a lot of bad matchups in that top 10 and then two different flavors of initiative yeah
2: for the top 12 decks by metagame three of them are just different flavors of initiative
1: we go to f- Burns the 15th. Heck yeah. Woo! You kind of have the fun place in there. This is
0: gross. Yeah, and the scary part for me, because like, against Oliver, sure, favorite matchup, I'll play taxes and do it all day long. Initiative, I feel like the deck is fine for taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, better the taxes player is, the more likely they are to win the matchup. Painter is iffy. Just depends on which build they're playing, but Cephalid Breakfast. I don't want to play that. Reanimator. I don't want to play against that. Eight Cast kills taxes hundred percent of the time. Like Shadow, sure it's just worst elver. I'll play that, but mm-hmm. then Elves, no. Like there's there's so many decks in the top part of the meta online right now that are just good against taxes. And it also happens to be a lot of the same decks that people tend to play at Buffalo Chicken Dip anyway. Mm. There's a lot of people who just like playing 8-cast those, And you know damn well they're going to be playing 8-cast if it's good. Yeah. So I don't really want to run into that. I
2: understand. I'll loan you, Burns.
0: Uh, honestly, if I'm going to borrow a deck from somebody in this group right now, uh i might be snagging some mox diamonds and a tabernacle from dom over here
1: i've
0: been been messing around with eight mulch um have been messing around with just like regular lands and i i feel like it's actually pretty well positioned right now um eight mulch seems to do really well against initiative because they don't interact
1: on a way that people relevant. were uh someone was talking about that some time ago that they were thinking that eat mulch could be a thing again i think i remember telling you about it That mm-hmm. they were like yeah we just need more more reps with it to see against initiative kind of what it's all about yeah the the deck is
0: definitely very consistent like and then having like with the white splash popping up with hall of Helios generosity the fact that you can just keep more opening hands, like, you don't have to keep the hand with your exploration in it, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Yeah. Because, like, you've played it plenty of times in the past where it's, like, opening seven. It has almost everything I need except one of those enchantments. You can't keep that on 7 mm-hmm. going to go to six. Same thing. Can't keep that on six. Going to go to five. Well, I'm hoping that this is good enough. Yeah. But now you can keep a hand with, like, five lands crop rotation life from the loam, and it's like as soon as you mill over a enchantment like you can crop rotation for that hall of uh that hall get a white source and play put uh, exploration on top of your deck and
1: just go to town yeah No, <clears throat> yeah, i mean it's definitely I, I still enjoy still enjoy playing it mm-hmm. when i can get games in like actually there's not there They aren't non-games, you know. Yeah. So I would hope I hope it does well. I hope. So we'll see. We'll we'll see.
0: Got a lot of got a lot of testing to do in the next two weeks. For sure. Because we're recording this on the sixteenth of February. BCDL is on the fourth of March. So I have pretty much two weeks from today to figure out what I want to play. If I can't figure something out, then I just play whatever taxes list david lance tells me to play and then yeah that's fair yeah the way i usually do it
1: so we'll see absolutely um so we kind of talked about the indie stuff your top eight we've talked about modern i feel like you mentioned buffalo chicken dip i think like we kind of went into that Kind of keep going into it or are we, I guess, what are you, what are we kind of expecting from that? I don't, I'm not able to attend. Yeah. So with, with the people that I have seen
0: who are signed up for it, um, it is going to be a lot of initiative, a lot of Delver, a lot of blue pile and a lot of combo. Mm. I'm not 100% sure on which of those people are going to be playing which decks because a couple of them will play whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, like I know Brian Koval earlier was playing Greater Good and Phyrexian Dreadnought in a deck. So like, even if you don't have your Dreadnought stick around and play, you just sack it, draw 12, discard 3, seems pretty good. Yeah, seems okay um oh my god he's been playing rebels a little bit too i just saw that on his twitter feed that is disgusting and i love it um so never really know what he's going to show up with but Mm. it's probably going to be some euro pile just because it's what he does yeah um I do have a feeling, though, that if I do play taxes, I will be the only person playing taxes in the room. Yeah. Because David Lance, I think, is doing commentary. Oh, well, there you go. So, <laughs> I was about to say, what about our buddy, Mr. Lance? Yeah, no, they, they roped him into doing commentary. And I mean, and by roped him in, I mean, he roped them in. Fair so, enough. So if you want some good takes on the format, watch the stream in two weeks. There you go. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, it's not going to be anything super crazy with the meta. Um, uh, like for the open, it kind of got weird because everybody was playing goblins, mm-hmm. but goblins kind of died off. Um, it, it just feels like it's going to be just like a copy paste of the online meta with a little extra doomsday in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, is sam going to make it there
0: i believe so
1: okay
0: um uh, just not sure what she's playing yet she's been messing around on stream with um ah god i can't even remember the name of the card uh it's the new one in a blue two one out of all will be one um whenever you cast a non-creature spell put an oil counter on it and then if it hits you can take two oil counters on off of it and you fork your next spell. A lot of people have been messing around with it. Um both in Delver Shells and in
1: um, like Grix's mid rangey spell. Uh it That's is Mercurial Spell Dancer.
0: That's the one. Um because yeah, a lot of people have been just messing around with that playing it with like obviously expressive iteration turns out the cards really good when you copy it yeah um but then people are also playing it in grixis shells with like him to Turok. oh was that what's poppy making these grixis tempo decks pop up yes 100% so they're playing mercurial spell dancer and then they're playing the blue red uh young pyromancer which i can't think of the name of that one either third
1: uh, path Iconoclast. No. Iconoclast. I think it's iconoclast. Yeah, that one. Either so, what yeah, some
0: people are playing, like blue red, and then just splashing for snuff out. Um, some people are playing actual like Grixis mid rangey piles. Uh, just depends on what people want to play. <laughs> um, but there's there's definitely a lot more options with your fair blue decks now which kind of makes me want to just play taxes because if people are going to be playing fair blue decks i want to play against them all day Mm -hmm. but you know i still got two weeks to figure it out um plenty
1: of time to pick and switch and pick and switch oh yeah you know how it is
2: your deck choice is going to change three times over the next couple weeks and just end up back on taxes
0: bro my deck list changed three times last night During this from Taxes to Doomsday to 8 Mulch and back to Taxes. It's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Turns out it is a curse having not only a full proxy event, but having a lot of friends with a lot of different decks available. Because it used yeah. to be, back when I was traveling for Star City events way back in the day when it was, like, standard on Saturday and then Legacy on Sunday, it was always this is the deck i have i'm playing this deck i hope so, it's good Delver. in the meta today i hope it's good i hope delver's fine this weekend um so it's like you? for for forever it was just like yep, yeah, i have a deck i'm gonna play it but now i can go down this legacy meta deck or meta game on here and it's like okay cool I know somebody who is not going to this event who has every single one of these decks. Crap. (laughs) And then that's not even considering the fact that it's a proxy event.
1: Yeah, you just have to go to find a printer.
2: Well, is that one of those things like you have to get your proxies from them, or is that only for the open?
0: That was for the open. Um, For the smaller events, he's been still just doing the um as long as you can't tell like it doesn't have to be an official proxy for it Uh huh. so a lot of people are still going to be just playing with like paper in front of a basic land for all 75 cards but
2: what the they're not time,
0: okay with is
2: a marker on a basic land yes
0: but at the same time, though, like still the majority of people who show up just have their decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we like playing with our fancy cards that we paid a lot of money for.
1: Absolutely.
0: So we'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe I decide to hate myself and I just play Merfolk.
2: Hey, Blue Goblins can be fun.
0: Especially when they hit really hard.
1: Yeah. Turns out. Doing the thing can be fun, apparently. <laughs>
0: That's
2: just in. Turns out hitting a guy with 6 five fives that can't be
0: blocked, like, good. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. And not only is it a lot of damage, it also helps to take back the initiative.
1: True. You're right. You're right. You don't need
2: the initiative if your opponent's already dead. True. <laughs>
0: Just like the best Um, creature removal
1: is killing the opponent. I mean, you're right. All their creatures. It works. It does work. Are there, I feel like we're kind of winding down. And I think that's fine. I'm curious if you guys have seen any other cards with Phyrexia, all will be one that you want to play with, something you picked up. uh, Luke, I don't know if you're still playing Arena. Uh, I heard Standard's actually pretty cool. I actually haven't been. I keep meaning to start back up again. I got you. Um, I at least have one card that I picked up because I saw a screenshot and I was like, yep, I'm in on that. Uh, And it's the Cacophony Scamp. It is one red for a 1-1, a Phyrexian Goblin Warrior. And that whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you may sacrifice it if you do proliferate, but when it dies, it deals damage equal to its power to any target. But at so, least there's
0: nothing to put it like give it plus ten, plus ten, or anything, right?
1: Yeah. So that was the screenshot that I saw. <laughs> was that thing with a hammer on it? And uh that's a nice turn two kill you got there. Yeah. yeah. Being yeah. Pioneer.
2: Oh my mm-hmm. god.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um so, I'm I, I silly. Me. Here's me
2: focusing on the word goblin, going, Oh, he's gonna put this in his goblin's deck so he can get bigger with a bunch of lords and
1: shit. No, no, nope. no, no, maybe at some point, but yeah. Um, turn two kill with that. So now I'm thinking, I just finished, we'll put that in quotes, um, the hammer time. Uh <laughs> the just the white blue. And now I'm seeing one that is Jess Sky. <laughs> it just has magnetic theft in there as well. I approve. I approve. So there's Boros Hammer. I mean I'll try it. I'm cool yeah. with that. Try try anything once. Right? Yeah. Like the camera's still real solid, but I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that, that card seems cool uh some stuff for like pauper people are gonna try it out i'm not entirely sure the whole like keeping track of poison counters but thing you know i don't know it could green infect is a thing in pauper here and there it can be real solid uh but there was a lot of burn mm-hmm so I don't know how great it would be. I'm curious to see what happens um, if Infect pops up again. I just I think there's... Like, this venerated uh, Rot Priest is intriguing. It has Toxic 1, and whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, target opponent gets a poison counter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's almost like you don't have to attack to kill your opponent which could be interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going out and, you know, betting the house on it or anything. It's just some interesting stuff. I've heard some cool things about the set. Like I said, apparently standards good again, fun again. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. You know, I think that land is the bigger one that we already talked about. So, yeah. And I still want to mess around with Mono Black Devotion
0: and Pioneer. Now we have Frexian Arena and Frexian Obliterator.
1: Yeah. Well, that's on the way back from indie, we came up with that list. I, I was gonna ask if you messed with it. I haven't so. had a chance to
0: play it yet. Um like I just downloaded like four updates last night for Moto. There you go. Um so I might play a little bit with it tonight, just depending on what time I actually finish like making food and everything because i haven't eaten today yet i just realized
1: fair <laughs> enough same here um
0: but there's one card that i did actually play against yesterday um in my legacy league Ooh. Um, so in <laughs> my fifth uh, my fifth match i got into the match and saw that i was playing against tony's capone so considering the fact that i wasn't playing a blue deck i resigned myself to lose that match because he's basically the mono-red storm guy. Ah. Um, but he was playing with Vindicative Flamestoker. Uh, so it's a one-mana, one-two, and red. Uh, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put an oil counter on it, and then you can pay six and a red to sacrifice it. Discard your hand, then draw four cards. Cost one less for each oil counter on it so you cast six rituals or mana rocks or anything like that pay a red discard probably nothing because your hand is empty and then just draw four cards like red red draw four is a very good rate in the mono red storm deck it could have ended that,
2: that sentence
0: a lot sooner hmm.
2: just red red draw four is a very good rate like the sentence could have ended
0: yeah, <laughs> um, that's pretty but sweet fine it's a very scary rate in the storm deck
2: mm-hmm. I might I might need to get my hand on some of those my hands on some of those just in case you know just mm-hmm.
0: just in case yeah it, it's a red it's a red card that says do something when you do something else it's 100% a loot card well it's do
2: something when you've already done the thing you were going to do anyway yeah like get a good thing out of doing the thing you were going to do anyway okay
0: (laughs) yes sir (laughs) i'm just glad it's a rare so it's not popular legal yet please no (laughs) one hell of a downshift
2: i think we've seen it
0: before yeah not right after it came out though
1: Yeah, yeah usually it's several years yeah, we gotta have at least some time with it.
0: Give us until Modern Horizons three, and then they'll make it a common, probably. Yeah. So you only have to wait until this summer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they said they were slowing down. Yeah, that's why I it's the summer, it, yeah. not like spring. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> oh well, we'll see what happens with everything. I hope. I hope Hanley gets banned out. I hope that initiative gets banned. there's a lot of things I want to have changed but we all know I'm a fucking degenerate I'm going to these tournaments anyway
1: yeah
2: that's fair one of these days I I know I say this every time the BCDL comes up one of these days I got to get to one Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. I think he'd be interested in franchising and letting us run one up here
0: I mean, reach out, talk to him. I don't think he'd say no.
2: I I don't have the time. I don't have the time to go to Friday Night Magic. Do you think I have time to put together a tournament? That's fair. Yeah. When I sat down for my first round at the 5K on Friday, I realized that was the first round of Sanctioned Magic I'd played in probably over a year.
0: Hey, not bad though for uh for not playing in a year.
2: Yeah, I started off strong. I started off with 3 0 and 1. And then shit the bed. It happens. Shouldn't, shouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, I think only one of the one of the games I shit the bed. The other ones I just I lost
0: to control. Mm. No worries. Before we before we just start rambling off on everything and making this a four hour podcast, <laughs> um, from all of us degenerates here at the Pregame Effect, we'll see you in a couple weeks. You will have the rest of the night. Bye, everybody. Peace out.